I heard the sad news that uh, Mr. Milty Nordlich passed away. He was, uh, this year originally started many years ago. Um, so he used to give a year every Tuesday night, and then when it was too difficult for him, he gave it up. So a group of the people used to go to the Maria Shear on Tuesday nights, organized this year in Queens. The Milty Nordlich, I think, must have been from Nassar Rishayim, from the original participants in the Shear. And he used to make uh, tapes available, tapes of this year, and then tape, whenever he got a tape from Absalavechik Shear, all the, all the participants in this year were interested, because many of them used to go to the Maria Shear. And uh, he, he attended this year for many, many years. So we, uh, we dedicate tonight's year in his memory. <coughs> Last week, we just mentioned a little bit the din and the Gemara. One is not permitted to study about the Big Bang. Malifonim, what happened before Hashem created the world. Uh, the Gemara in Chagiga has this, that's the opening Mishnah, the second parak in Chagiga, parak in Dershim. So the... Um, Gemara says it based on the Pasuk in Parshas Vaschanan. In Parshas Vaschanan, the story of the Maimon Hasina with the Luchas, the text of the Saras Hadibas appears there, <coughs> So the Pasuk says, <coughs> If you'll ask what happened so many years ago, You'll ask, what happened in the world <clears throat> since the days of Odom Marishan? Did any nation ever experience anything like Maimon HaSinai? Gilu Yishchina. HaKadosh Baruch is usually a kel mistater, and once in a long while he makes Gilu Yishchina. And with Bnei Yisrael, there was Gilu Yishchina on the occasion of Itzias Mitzrayim. By Makas Bukhairus, there was Gilu Yishchina, by Kriyas Yamsa, by Maimon HaSinai. So the Gemara points out, Kishyal Noli, Amim HaShanim, you want to investigate in history, you can investigate from the day that Hashem created the Menayam Shabbar, but before that, not. You're not supposed to delve into that. That's called Malafonim. <coughs> the Modish has also such a comment based on the two psukim. I think the two psukim are in Mishle. Don't remember already. The one pasuk says, Kvod Elikim Hestadovar. And there's another pasuk that says "Kod Malachim Chakor Dover." So, a we assume there's an expression that appears in Midrashim: "A Melech Beloyom." Hakadosh Baruch is only a Melech. No one is considered a Melech unless he has a nation. You have some subject under you. So, after Adam Rishon was created, then Hashem became the Melech. That's how we say Adon Olam. After Hashem created everything, as I Melech Shemonikro, after He created all the Marishan, then Ein Melech Balayam, then Akadosh Baruch became a Melech. But before all the Marishan was created on the sixth day of Sheshis Mebreshis, so before that, that's Akadosh Baruch was a Lekim, he wasn't yet a Melech. So that's what the Pasuk says, Kvod, Kvod Melachim Chakordover. If you have a Melech, the way to show Kavit is to study everything in the kingdom. So after HaKadosh Baruch Hu created automation, we should study everything in the Bria to know how everything functions. But Kvod, 
quote Malach Machakor Dabek and quote, as I say, quote Alekim Hester, quote Alekim, I think, Hester Dabek. You should keep it a secret. So that's why, um, that's why uh, you have this din in the Mishnah, not supposed to delve into what was Malafonim, what was before HaKadosh Baruch created Adam. That's Kvod Alekim, Hester Dabek. But after Adam Rishon created, then it's called Kvod Malachim. Hakordava to, to delve into everything that there is to to study. So last week we, I think we started. I remember where we left. I think we started this second, the, the, the last parik, the fourth parik. So the Mishnah Igmar points out there's a machlokas hakanoim here regarding the streets in a normal city, whether the streets. Have a kedushas beisakneses. Why in the world should they have kedushas beisakneses? So Rashi the Gemara says because on Tainias, when you have a Tainas Sibur, so they would take the Oren Kodesh out from the beisakneses, put it in the street, put ashes on top of the Oren Kodesh to show that Hakadosh Baruch When when do we have a Tainas? When there's an Ace Tzoros, Hakadosh Baruch feels imaynech a good Tzoros. He suffers along with Bnei Yisrael. So if we're suffering, he suffers. So we put ashes on the Oren Kodesh to indicate that the Shekhinah is also Shekhinah B'Galusa with the Bnei Yisrael. Those Baruch is suffering along with us. So they used to take the Oren Kodesh in the street. They used to say, Avina Malkeinu, they used to daven in the street. How often did they have a time to see book? It wasn't so common. When there would be no rain in Eretz Yisrael, it's a problem. When there would be Muhammad and any Tzorah, Tzorah Satsibur, they would do that. So the Tana and the Mishnah, the more identifies who it is, is Ramadachim Rabbi Yosei Stimtoa, a Tana who has a lot of Mishnayas, which are written Stama, no name appears in the Mishnah. Stam Mishnah follows Ramadachim Rabbi Yosei. Usually you say Stam Mishnah is Reb Meir. So here the Gemara says you have a lot of Stam Mishnahs that are Menachem Reb Yaisi. His opinion is that the that the street have Kedushas Beisachnes is because sometimes you dive in there, even though you only dive in there be Kroy. And the Chachamim disagree, and they hold that there's no Kedusha to the street since you only dive in there, or Mishum Kedusha because you only dive in there be Kroy be Alma. The Pesach Meshulchan Aruch point out, though, let's say by the Kaisel Hamarabi. So right in front of the Kaisel, a lot of people daven all the time. All day and all night, there are people davening a little bit. Then you go a little further back, so on Shabbosim, it's more crowded. But then on Cholosh it's packed all the way to the wall in the back. So if, if there would be a separate room, let's say... Like over here, we daven bikvias inside the shul. And once every couple of months, we daven bikroi in the street. So the street is a totally different location. It's a different room. So the we pass can that there's no kedushas beisaknesis in the street. But let's say you have, in front of the Kaislamarovi, there is no wall that separates. It's, a, it's an incline. So on the weekdays, there's a small crowd there in the front of the Kaisal. On Shabbosim, there's a bigger crowd. It goes further back. And on Shalosh Rigan, goes all the way back to the back wall. So since there are no walls really separating between all the way in the back and the front, it's all one makayim, just that they rarely use the back. But since they use the big crowd, so it has a dusha space even in the back part. 
I think the Mangan Avram quotes that from earlier Paskin. But let's say you have a shul. <coughs> so the shul, all year long, is not so crowded. Rashadi Yam Kippur, a lot of people come home, they usually don't come to shul. So they open up, um, they, there, are, there are walls in the shul that you can open up and it comes out. The shul can be extended all the way to the back of the room, but it comes out, it's one big room. After they move the walls away, comes out that it's one gigantic room. So even though the back of the room, they only use three days a year, but it's one room together with the front. So since the front they use the Kvias and the back they use the Kroy three days a year. Also has Kedusha's Beisach Nessus. Wow. What's an Afgamina? A lot of people meet people that they haven't seen in 20 years by the Kosla Marav. So they carry on conversations. So it's not right to carry on conversations in the front part of the Rachavat HaKot of the plaza. Because that for sure has Kedusha's Beisach Nessus. But the postman say, even the back part, all the way to the back wall, since... And Shalosh Regalim, they daven there, be kroi, and there are no walls separating, so, and the front they daven mikviyas, so even all the way to the back also has a Kedusha's Beis HaKnesis. So whenever you have a Beis HaKnesis, and you want to be Mavkir the Kedusha, so the Mishnah says that you, you sell the Beis HaKnesis. Who is the owner of the Beis HaKnesis? <clears throat> this is a... <coughs> I think the Nesivas and he, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't have a chance to look it up today. I think the Nesivas and the Hagdama to his Chibur and Choshen Mishpat writes that there were those who thought that a Beis has a din like Hegdish. Beis Haknesis is an is Indian Abzdoke. Stoke is Lanim and Stoke is for uh, all community institutions, also called the Stoke. Beis Haknesis, you donate money. And it has some of the dinim of Hegdish. We have a din we have a din, um, the Gemara says, a nedim and a shvu is only binding if you have levate bisvasayim. That's a posik in Parshas Vayikra. There's a chatasol abiyoreid on three particular aderes. So one there is on, on uh, shvu's bitoy. Nefesh kishishoba levate bisvasayim lahor lahetiv, and the person who violated the shvu'a bishoygeg, if he violated a nedim bishoygeg, you don't bring a korma. Shvu'a is much more common. Shvua is either Shvua Bashem or Shvua Lashem. Either you're swearing to God, and if you're swearing falsely, or you don't live up to what you swore, you lie to the Rabbanu Shalom. Or you say, or you take a Shvua Bashem, I swear by God, just like I believe that God exists, so too this is true. Or I'm going to do this. And he doesn't do it, or it's not true. And it's, it's equivalent to denying that Hashem exists. He said, I swear by God, and just like... It's true that God exists, so too I don't owe you money. And he does owe the money. So he's, as if he said, he doesn't believe in the existence of the Bari Elam. So Shua is considered much more homer, violating Shua is considered much more homer than a nether. But in Noyach, don't have a din of Baal They don't have to observe a nether. He's not a, a Bar Hachi, Bar Hafloa. A Nochri is not able to observe a nether, but a Shua. The Yerushalmi, the Mishlam Melech, has a lot about B'nai Noach and Hilchus Malachim. So the Mishlam Melech quotes the Yerushalmi that a Shavuah they are mechuyiv to observe because since a Shavuah is either Shavuah Lashem or Shavuah Bashem, so this is part of the din of Megadev. You're not allowed to make fun of the Rabbi Shalom. You're not allowed to curse HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're not allowed to deny his existence. So you take a Shavuah Sheker, 
or the Nochrim will take a Shvu, they're going to bring in, in the Sefer Yoyna, in the Treyosar, in the Buas Yoyna. So the Goyim on the ship took Shvuas that if they survive the, the storm at sea, they'll bring Karbanas. And then they survived, and then they brought the Karbanas. Why? They see that Shvuas binding by Bnei Noach. That's what the Yerushalmi got it in Tanoim in Yerushalmi. They got it from that Pasuk in in, in Ruasiyayna. So the um, the din is that usually in Yoni Hafla need Amira. If you don't, Yoni Hafla mean usually she kiapli linda neder nozer lahazal Hashem. Hafla, Rashi Achomish writes by nozer. Rashi writes Hafla parlev balas to say, to speak, to say something. Hafla. The Ramam has Yara Chazaka fourteen Yud Dalat Svarim. We call it by the nickname. The Ramam called the Sefer Mishneh Torah, and he writes in the introduction. All you have to do is study the Tanakh and read my book, and you know all there is to know. So Klausel didn't like that uh, historically. Klausel didn't like that statement. Mm-hmm. So they call they don't call it Mishneh Torah. They call it the Yara Chazaka. That's the nickname. Yara Chazaka because they're Yud Dalat Svarim in the Mishneh Torah. So one of the swarms is called Sefer HaFlot. Sefer HaFlot has Hilchas Shvues, Naziris, Charamim, Erechen, Hagdeshes, Nedorim, all in Yonim, Darachal, Ayyadei Amira. So the Gemara says, we learn out from that Pasuk, Nefesh Kisushaba, Levate, Bisvasan, Dats, and Parshas, Vayikra, that all in Yonim HaFlot need Amira. In Goma Baliba, if you made up your mind to take a Nedor Shvues, Natchal, Tzorach Lohetze Bisvas, we have to pronounce it with your lips. There are, however, two exceptions to the rule. One is, let's say I have a hundred bushels of grain, and I want to be mafish one out of fifty, two out of a hundred, two percent. And I have a mind, these two bushels should become chuma. I don't have to pick them up, and I don't have to say a word. I just think, I want it to become chuma. It's chal. Many women, when they're mafish chala, they don't say, they didn't say, they didn't say, they don't say anything. They just say the bracha, shekadeshanim, and so says tzvanu, alafrashas chala, and then they take the chala. They don't say hareza chala. So the din is that it's chal. Rabbi Kivega quotes from the Rabbi Kivega and Yeridea, and Hilchas Chala quotes from the Shiltas. Shiltas was written in the days of the Goinim, that everybody was tome already. There weren't anybody who was tome. So the so the Shiltas says you should still be korishem truma. You should hareza truma lashem. You should say Kri Hashem The Nitziv has a whole essay. He wrote a commentary on the Shultis as a teenager. So he writes in his commentary, he tries to, he wants to defend the meaning of the women. That many women, perhaps most women, I don't know, I think many women, they don't know. He's supposed to say, they just say the bracha, and they take out the chala and they burn it. But they never did the Kriyashem. So the din is a truma is chal b'machshove. But if you would say it, it would be a deeper degree of Kedusha. So the Nitzib says, since it's chala t'meyo, there's a din, mishmeris trumoisai. Mishmeris trumoisai, it says in the end of Parshish Torah, Torah was ma'ar al hakuhune. So at the end of Parshish Kaya, and he wasn't successful. He wanted to become he wasn't successful. And he was punished, and Adas Karach were, were all swallowed up by the earth. It was a miracle that, and so on that occasion, Hakadosh Baruch reviewed 
many of the Chof Talad Matas Kuna. That's a Rashi Achomish quotes on the Megish. To be Machazet the Kuna, Korach wanted to be Ma'ar Ala Kuna. Akharish Bocha reviews many, there are 24 Matas Kuna, there are more than 24. They combine the few together, that's how it comes out to be 24. There are different opinions on Rishon. Which ones did you combine together? And which ones did you not combine together? So the end of Parshas Kairach, you have quite a few of the Matans Kuna mentioned. So there it says, when Echshel Lecham Trumaschem, you know, it says the Pasuk, Mishmeres Trumoses. And Mishmeres Trumoses means you should be careful to protect the Truma Mishmeres, that you shouldn't become Nifsad, Let's say have a barrel of truma outside and it starts to rain and the barrel is open. So the rain is going to fall into the truma. It's going to ruin it. So you should cover the barrel. Or if the barrel is uh, looks like it's going to crack, so pour all the truma, wine of truma, pour it into another container. We have to be careful that the truma shouldn't become nitma. If you cause truma to become tamah, you violate mishmaris truma. If you're not careful and you, and you don't protect it and it becomes tamah, you're violating mishmaris truma. So... It's a problem if all of the when you make we are all Tommy Mace. Even the Kohanim are not allowed to be Metamina Mason, but the Metami to design Kroivin. And today we don't have any Paraduma ashes, so you can't be Metai anybody. So everybody's probably Tommy <coughs> everybody's probably Tommy Mason, you can't be Metai anyway. So whenever we're gonna make uh khala, all the dough is gonna become Tommy. So when you kurish em chala, you're causing truma tmeya to come into existence. Chala has a din of truma. Truma, chala, maisa, mena, maisa, and bikurim. All four have the exact same shame truma. That's a Mishnah in the Ila. The Mishnah says there's a machlekes hatanaim. We paskin, if you eat non kosher food, you only get malkas if you eat a kazayas. One tana holds in the end of makas, a pshimim by holds. That kolshu hula malchus. If you eat a chotzi you also get malchus. So we don't pass them like that. Then another tana holds, Ramea holds, Yisurim mitztarfim zeim zeh. If you eat a half a gazais of chazer and a half a gazais of nevela, the two different Yisurim. Yeah, let's say, I'm not a koyin, I'll eat truma. I'll eat a half a gazais of truma and a half a gazais of basa b'cholam. So Ramea's opinion is that the Yisurim are mitztarfim zeim zeh. We don't pass them like that. The only time they're mitztarfim is if it's shem echod. Let's see, you have Nivlas Behema, Nivlas Ha'oif, and Nivlas Chayo. Chayo Behema and Ha'oif. But it's all Shemechah, it's all Nevela. Even though the Shechita is different by a, by a Behema and by an Oif, and Behema Chayo is also different, because the Chayo needs Kis Adam, Behema does need Kis Adam. It's a different kind of Shechita, but it doesn't matter. So as far as the Yis and Nevela is concerned, it's all Shemechah. But if you have Shnei Shemes, it's not Mitzitar from Yachad. So the Mishnah says, these four are all Shem Truma, it's all Shem Echad. Chala, Truma, Bikurim, and Maisa Mera Maisa. You have to give Maisa Mera Maisa to the client. It has to be eaten the Tahara, all four. So the Mishnah said, that's all, all Shem Echad, and then it starts from Zeh and Zeh. I really forgot why I'm giving this Hagdama. Ah, yeah. So if a person is metame truma, if he's mafish truma, then he causes it to become tame. He's in violation of mishmeres truma. So what if he has dough that's tame in his 
he declares it as truma. He takes a little bit. He says, "I raise a truma. I raise a chala." So he he's bringing he's bringing into existence chala tamei. So just like there's an iser not to be mitami truma, if I was mafrish it is truma and it's tohar, you're not allowed to be mitami. It's if it already is tamei and I'm kodeshem truma, that should also be an iser. But you have no choice. That's the law. You have to be mafrish even if all the dough is tamei, even if all the all the tvur is tamei. You have to be mafrish truma. So that's what the Nitzv suggests. Why be Kurishem Chuma Bepeh? You don't have a deeper degree of Kedusha. You can take off the Isa Tevel by being Mafresh the Chuma Bemachshava. Chuma Nitelus Bemachshava. So it's, uh, he defends the meaning of Noshim that they just say the Brocha Shirkisham Sot Alafrosh Aschala. And then the Mafresh Chala, they don't say Hareza Chala. Hareza Chuma Lashem Malakal. Hareza Chala Lashem Malakal. They just Mafresh and it's Chal Bemachshava. The Gemara says there are two exceptions to the rule. The rule usually is that you need a mira. But truma is an exception to Even though truma belongs to the category of hafloa, it's chalaydeh mira. It's chalvamachshav. Then the Gemara says another exception to the rule is korban oila. The Gemara quotes a passage from Dibra Yomim. I think it's about the Bayesheni. It says there in Dibra Yomim, Kol Nediv Leib Oilas Heviu. All of those people who had taken a nether in their mind Called Nadiv Leiv Oilas, they took a netter to bring a carbon oil, so they brought it to the base of Mugh. And what quotes that Pasik, that Hegdish is Chalba Machshava, or Nether Hegdish is Chalba Machshava. So these are the two exceptions to the rule, is Chalba Machshava. So we say there's a question whether it's Doke is also Chalba Machshava. So we Paskin, yes, we Paskin both in Hilchas Tzidoke, it says it's Chalba Machshava, and in Choshen Mishpat, it's also it's in Yeridea. That if a person, someone made an appeal in the shul, and I made up my mind, I'm going to give $1,000 to the stoker. And then Sunday morning, when I come to make out the check after davening, after shakras, I'd say, why should I give $1,000? I'll give $18. So you can't get away with that. Unless you were, less while the speaker was making the appeal on Shabbos, you were tossing the different ideas. Should I give, should I not give? Should I give $1,000? Should I give $100? Should I give $18? And he never came to a haklota. But if he, that's the sheet of Mukobetsus on the door and points that out, that the Nidre Hegdish Achal B'Machshove, Nidre Tzdok Achal B'Machshove, because Tzdok is also Dinike Hegdish, is only if you made up your mind, Behechlet, that you're going to give it. But if you're just tossing around ideas in your head, back and forth, back and forth, that's not Chal B'Machshove, you're not, you're not bound to give it. So in a certain sense, the Shul is treated like Tzdokke, if you give money to the shul, you can take it off as a tax deduction. That counts for my six of him. You're supporting, uh, like you give tzedakah to yeshiva. Tzedakah is not only laniyam. If you give money to yeshiva, it's also tzedakah. You give money to the shul, it's also tzedakah. And the nether for the shul is chaba machshav, even if you didn't say, even if you never said how much you're going to give. You had in mind to give an amount of money, so you're mechiv to give it. Tzedakah is chaba machshav. But the question is, who owns the shul? Is it owned by the chalashem tzedakah? It's a corporation. We have a concept of corporation owns in secular law. They have, in international law, they have a concept of a corporation. That 10 people get together and they make a business, but they won't, they don't want to be personally responsible. They don't want to have the sheep to pay in case, uh, in case they go bankrupt, in case they can't pay all the chavis. So they make a corporation. So legally, it belongs to the dummy corporation. So we have such a concept. Hegdish in Stockett is a, is a corporation. 
It's not an individual person. It's a Chalashem Bailam. Absolvation is called Chalashem Bailam. It's a question whether the Halacha recognizes this concept of Chalashem, a Chalashem by a corporation. That was a big machlekes for the last uh, 150 years or so, since they started this whole idea of having corporations with limited liabilities. So there's certainly, so Moshe said, there's certainly limited liabilities. When the company borrowed money, we said we're incorporated, and none of us are except all the ten shudfim. They incorporated it, and uh, according to Dina Machusa, if you have a corporation, there's no shibra guf on the individuals. But do we say they don't even own, let's say they own a chomitzika company? So there's no bayura bayimatze because it belongs to the dummy corporation, belongs to the organization, doesn't belong to them. Or we say, no, we have a concept of chalashem bailem. Hegdish is a chalashem bailem. Hegdish doesn't mean it belongs to the rabbinish shalom. Hegdish means a chalashem hegdish. Or let's say chalashem tzdake. That's a, that's a corporation, an ownership of a corporation. So in the, on the one hand, Beisach Nesses is like Hegdish, that it's a Ninev Stoke, it's Chalva Machshava, and you count it for Maisek Sofim. However, the Nesivist points out in his Akdame, but the Shul belongs, it's considered a Shutvist, owned the Shutvist by all of the people who live in the community. That's Mishnahis and Edoim like that. In the days of the Tanoim, there are two types of a neder. One type of neder, I take a neder, I'm not going to eat potato chips because the doctor said I'm overweight, I have to lose weight, and I can't control myself. So if I take a neder, I'll be careful. <clears throat> so that's one kind of neder. I ask for something on myself. Then there's a neder, I ask for my property on you. I don't like you. So I'm oisin the chas of alacherim, I can do that too. I can't ask, her, I can't ask her the cookies in the store on you. I don't own you. I'm not the balabas. I'm not the balabas over the cookies. And I'm not the balabas over you. But I can ask other people's cookies on myself because I'm a balabas on myself. I can ask my cookies on you because I'm a balabas on their cookies. <coughs> so the Mishnah in the Dharm talks about that. A fellow makes a nether. He's madachavera. I take a nether. You sh- you're not allowed to get any anor from me. You're not allowed to sit on my chair. If you, you're not allowed to come into my house and sit in my chair, or let's say I'm having a party, you're going to come and eat some ice cream, some cookies at the party, you'll be in violation of the Mudra Hanor. <clears throat> so the Mishnah talks about uh, the fellow is a shutif, he's one of them, is Palalim in the shul, and he makes, he's mad to someone else Hanor, the other guy's not allowed to get Hanor. The Gemara says, we're all shutifim in the shul, so then you're not allowed to get Hanor from the shul, because I'm a shutif, you're getting Hanor from me. So that... In that sense, the, you don't say the shul is hegdish. Say the shul is owned by all of the people. And Gemara has a discussion, and Gemara has a case in Cheskasabatim, I think the case is. Um, the people were sitting in shul, and a Ganef came, a Jewish Ganef came, and he stole the Sefetar, and he walked off with the Sefetar. So the only, so they brought him to a Dintaira. He should give back the Sefetar. So he denies that he stole it. So the two Aidim were members of the shul. So they're, they're Bali Dvarim. They're Shutim, all the people in the shul own the Sefer They paid for it. So the two Balabatim, they can't, they're not going to accept their testimony. They're Bali Dvarim, they're the Nigzal. They, they can't tell what to say who the Ganav is. So the Gemara says they have to resign their membership from the shul and join another shul and stop davening in the shul. So now, once they resign their membership, they're no longer Bavidinim. They're no longer Shutim in the Shul. 
Then the Gemara says, "Usalko Let two Balabatim who saw the grave occur. Let them resign their membership from the shul. Make up the canal. How they're going to daven in a different shul? Now they're no longer neger beidusim. They're no longer balidinim. So they can now testify. So you see from the Gemara that the shul is owned by the people in the shul. So that's what the Gemara talks about. The members of the shul can have a meeting, and they'll decide to sell the shul." When they sell the shul, so the shul has a kedusha. I think that we did speak about last week. What's the kedusha's base akness is based on? So the Ramam's opinion is pretty clear, like the, like the Ran, that kedusha's base akness says is amigdash miyat, as a mikdash kedusha from the base amigdash has to have a, a sefer Torah. But the Ramam is mashma. If you don't have a sefer Torah, just like the Ramam is mashma, the Baisheni had the luchas in the basement. If the luchas wouldn't have been there in the basement. It's inconceivable to have Kedushas based on Mikdash if there are no Luchas there. That's a Machloi Kishatana, and where were the Luchas during the whole Baishani period? Because the end of the Baishvish and the Oshio HaMelech was Gainas, the Luchas, that's the Posek and The Posek and gives a reason why what motivated him to do is very unclear. So the Nitziv has a long suggestion. What, what's the Pshat and the Posek and What motivated him? He wasn't afraid that the Posek does not say he was afraid that the enemy would come and capture the luchas, and the Jews would be upset for some other reason. So that's um, so that's what the Nitziv works hard to figure out what the pshat is. So the Rambam and the Ran on Megillah and Perik the Rambam and the Ran both say that kedusha is based on Knesset. is a migdash miyat, just like a beis has kedusha because it has the orim with the luchas. So the beis haknesis has to have a, a, an orim where the sefer ter- doesn't have a sefer Torah. Doesn't have a kedusha beisaknesis, and the and the Ramban this year Ramban says no it has kedusha. It's a tashmisha mitzvah. The Gemara is soon going to come up. The tashmisha mitzvah and tashmisha kedusha. So you have tashmisha mitzvah and esrigus hooks in the mitzvah that you're not allowed to eat it. Hadasim hooks in the mitzvah that you're not allowed to smell them. The sukkis hooks in the mitzvah you're not allowed to take down the schach. After after if you only built the sukkah you didn't you didn't do the mitzvah yet. So that's called Hazman Allah Milsi. He doesn't yet have a hook to the mitzvah. But after you sat in the sukkah, you make the mitzvah, then the sukkah becomes hook to the mitzvah. Then you're not allowed to stir the sukkah and use the schach for uh, for your furnace to keep warm. You're not allowed to use it for other purposes. That's hook to the mitzvah. So the Ramban sheet is that a basic necessity is a tashmishi mitzvah. It's not like a lulav, not like an estrid, or Hadassim, that without the Esk and Hadassim, you simply can't be Mekayim the Mitzvah. Hey, you can be Mekayim the Mitzvah davening even without a shul, but it enables you to daven better. So because the shul enables you to daven better in a, in a more enhanced fashion, so that's why the shul has the status of a Tashmishai Mitzvah. But with the Rabbanon, even so, how long does it have the status of Tashmishai Mitzvah? It calls man that it's still used for davening purposes. That's how all the Jews move away. They move to Muncie, and nobody left in the Bronx. The one happens to all the shuls. So the Ramban writes in the Mohammed's, in our Torah, the Kedusha goes off automatically. Like the Esri gift, the Sukkah is over, no longer has Hukta and Mitzvasa. Or uh, the Sukkah. If I plan to save the Sukkah till next year, so it's still the Zman Mitzvasa, I have a Talus. I plan to use the Talus tomorrow, and the next day, and the next day. I have a Shabbos to get Talos. I have the Shabbos over. I plan to use the Talos next Shabbos and next Shabbos. And then Yom Tov, I'm going to use the Talos. If you have an old Talos and you don't plan to use it at all, 
and nobody wants it. I want to donate it to the shul. They don't want it. I want to give it to a poor man. He doesn't want it. So this man Amitzvah Betalus is up. So then, strictly speaking, you can throw it in the garbage. We said in Shulchan Aruch said you shouldn't put it in with the dirty diapers. You shouldn't put it in with the, with the chicken bones. You put it in a separate bag and then throw it out in the garbage. So that's the Ramban Shita that Kedusha's Beis Haknesses is Betalus Tashmisha Mitzvah. And after this mana mitzvah is up in that Torah, there's no kedusha. But when the rabbanon, they said you should still treat it as if it still has kedusha. So you have to be paid the, the kedusha. So if you sell the shul, the Gemara says here on the last line, on Dabchavov Amenalef. So the Gemara says, Shiva, They used to have Zayin Tuvihoyim. They used to have seven members of the board. I lived on the block from Broya Shul, so they still have seven members of the board, like in the days of the Gemara. Days of the Shulchan they talk about Zayin Tuvihu here. It's a it's a very uh, serious issue, Zayin Tuvihu here. You look at the Gemara in Sanhedrin quotes a passage from the Megillah Tainus. There are a few dinim. Megillah Tainus usually tells a, a list of all the Yamatayim that were introduced by the Chachamim. This man Baisheni. Additionally, Yamatayim the Rabbanon that are also the Hesper that's Megillah Steinus. So, but every five pages, there's another halacha. So the Gemara Sanhedrin quotes a b'risa from Megillah Steinus. It was written before the Mishnahis were written down. Rashi says, why is it called Megillah Steinus? It was Bixav, and the rest of Torah Shabbat was still Baal So it says in Megillah Steinus, Shamati, we have an old tradition, Shabbat Makam Yonshin, Shaloi Menadin. Bezna has a right to give Malkus and Nisa, Shaloi Kedin. Gemara says, and the Chachamim prohibited riding horseback on Shabbos and Yontif, so some wise guy didn't observe the din, and he was going to demonstrate in public that he's not going to he's not going to listen to the Chacham. So they gave him the death penalty for riding a horseback. It's only an Issa de Rabban. So that Shamati, if they feel that it's necessary, the Migda Milsa. So in Shulchan Aruch it says, you don't need, some say, we don't accept that opinion. It says you don't even need smuchim. You don't need a be- you don't need a bezna twenty three. You don't need a bezna gadol. have the right to administer misa if they feel that it's necessary. So it's a, an important issue when they have the election in Broyers. Who's going who are going to be the zayin to? It's a matter of life and death. They can give me the death penalty if they decide to rush on the Migdamilsa. That's what it says in the Chayish Mishpat. Simmer base, you have to go too far. You don't need the Rabbanim. The Zion Tuba here can give this Misa. So the Gemara says, if the Zion Tuba here, they call the Shul meeting, the meeting of the membership, and all the people who are shoot from, all the people usually daven in the Shul, they're all shoot from in the Shul. And the Zion Tuba here represent them, and they decide to sell the Shul to someone else. So the Gdusha goes off from the Shul, goes on to the money. And then sometimes you have to use the money to buy something a higher level of Kedusha than the Shul. That's how the Mishnah says. And sometimes you don't even have to. The Kedusha goes off onto the money, and then the money is Yotze Luchula. Where do you have such a thing? If you play the Hegdish, or the Hegdish is Teif is Domov. So if Hegdish, somebody donates an elephant to Hegdish, what are they going to do with an elephant? They auction it up. Someone donates an automobile, whatever, clothing, whatever. So someone donates, so the Gizbur auctions it off to the highest bidder. And the Kedusha of the, of the elephant or the automobile goes on to the money, and Hegdish gets the money. Hegdish is tough as dumb, they keep the money. 
Where do we have such a thing like over here? We're selling the shul. The shul is hegdish. So it's over here, but my here. They sold the shul. So the kedusha goes off from the shul onto the money. Then it disappears. What do you mean? If it's teifas damav, so the money should have a kedusha hegdish. How is it the kedusha goes off and it just disappears? So we have such a thing like that by petach amor. The chomish has petach amor tifte b'seh loisifte ba'arafte. So what's the din of Tetach Amor? Kodem Pidyon. Kodem Pidyon. So that's a, a machloik his hatanaim. In the end of the first parak in B'chayrus, the first parak is all about Pidyon Tetach Amor. That's uh, rare, very rare. So, they, so the Gemara says they dedicated the first parak and butter. We're finished. Then the rest of the Mesichta is, uh, most of the rest of the Mesichta is about and then you have at the end the parak about Pidya Ben that we learned uh, last year. We spent the whole year learning Pidya Ben Dinim. So, so there's a machlekes hatanai petach amar kodim pidyan. Is it also b'ano amutamana machlekes abuda rebshin machlekes hatanai? So, so we paskan that petach amar kodim pidyan is also b'ano. So then when you put the viseh. The Gedusha goes off from the Petach Amor onto the Seh. But then you give the Seh to the Kayin. So the Kayin uses it. So I thought the Gedusha went on. They say, no, the Gedusha goes off from the Petach Amor, goes on to the Seh. And then, because it's a lower level of Gedusha, because it's not the original Petach Amor, it's only Pidyan Petach Amor, but somehow it disappears. And the other time it disappears, he says, what do you mean? How can it be a Petach Amor is also bahanoa kodem pidyon, and then you paid it, and they said that you give instead of it, is yotze luchulim, you give it to how can it be, if it's hegdash, so it should have an isa hegdash on So we paskan not so. We paskan, you do pidyon pet, petachamor kodem pidyon, is also bahanoa, and, uh, and if you have a sophic petachamor, I say sophic isura luchumar, you're not allowed to get hanoa from the petachamor. But then you paid it onto a seh, and then uh, this said should have had the kedusha, but then the kedusha disappears. So the same over here. There is such a concept. You pay the the shul, the zayint over here, but my benachur here sell the shul to some individual person, a Jew and non-Jew. It doesn't make a difference. Kedusha goes off on the shul onto the money that he gives, and then happens the money because it has a lower level of kedusha. It's not the original kedusha. It's only a teifes dama, like hegdish is teifes dama. So the kedusha disappears. Surprising then. Some hold that that's true by Pidyan Aben also. Some, the, the Sfarno and Chomish, when he talks about Pidyan Aben, he says, before you do Pidyan Aben, the parents are not allowed to play with their baby. They're not allowed to have Hanoa from the baby. It's also Hanoa. When you do the Pidyan Aben, the Kedusha goes off from the baby, goes on to the money, and then you give the money to the client, and it's Muta Bahanoa. That's uh, Sfarno Achumish, has like that. And the, and the Maharil, I think, also says the same. That before you before you do Pidyan Aben, you're not allowed to have Anoa from the baby. You're not allowed to play with your baby. The Pashtun said that it's against the Bufei Rishim Mar, the Achronim is like that. There used to be a big Tamachachim, Rabbi Leza Silver, was a very prominent Tamachachim here in America. He put out, uh, he was one man, he put out a little encyclopedia of uh, alphabetically arranged uh, uh, rare points in halacha 
I think it's called Anfe Eres. I think the word Eres is a Rashi Tevis Eliezer Rebbe Zilba. That was the name of Rebbe Zilba. Rebbe Zilba. So he, in his uh, encyclopedia, it's a one volume, a two volume encyclopedia. He never completed it. So he has about this Bechor Behemoth, Bechor Odom. Is it really true what the Svarno said and the Maril said that you're not allowed to play with the baby before you do the Pinyan Ben? So he said it's against the opening Gemara, the end of the first paragraph. Gemara said the Ferish not so. Gemara brings the right in Pinyan Ben that you call it Pinyan even though there's no Isa Hanna on the baby. So Gemara the Ferish there's no Isa Hanna. But over here by the Beis Haknesses, that's what we're doing. You put the Dikdusha of the Beis Haknesses onto the money. And then, because it's a lower level of kedusha, it's not the original base on nesed. So somehow the kedusha dissipates; it disappears. Wow! A chiddush that they sold the shul. Zayn tovi here, but my man here. The shul is yotzei lecholin. You can make parties there in the shul. You can do whatever you want, and the money is yotzei lecholin. You can the people in the shul can use the money. They can drink beer. They can have beer parties with the money that they get. That's. Um, Let's the Gemara over here. The Kedusha goes off. Yeah, did we mention? We didn't mention last week. There's a Gemara in the last parak in Masechus about Zara. Let's say I have bus to Bechalov. So bus to Bechalov is also Manos. So I'm not allowed to sell it to a guy and get money for it. That's called getting Hanar from the, from the bus to Bechalov. If you sell it, you're getting Hanar. Or if you give it by Matana to an Achri who knows you, I have bus b'cholav. It's awesome. I'm going to give it to my goyish next door neighbor, so he's going to return the favor. Someday he'll give me something in exchange because I gave him something. So to give Yisurei Hanot to Nachri Hamakiro is an Yisur. You're certainly going to get. He's going to be my Shabbos goy or something. He's going to be prepared in the future to return the toiva to me. So the giving a matana to Nachri Hamakiro is called a violation of Yisurei Hanot. If it's a Nachri She'en Hamakiro. A car stops or a red light, and I walk and I give him a, a bottle of the tray for wine. That's also Bahanoa, let's say. So I'm not getting Hanoa from the guy. He doesn't know who I am. I don't know who he is. I'm not going to see him again for the rest of my life. He's not going to repay the favor. But that's a different issue of If I give him a ton to my next door neighbor who's a Nachri Hamakiro, then it's not a Matnaschinim because he's certainly going to repay the favor sometime in the future. They'll do me favors. They'll be my Shabbos guy. Sometimes they'll pick up the mail for me. Sometimes they'll do me favors. So if I give a matonet to Nachayam Akiro, that's not called a matnas chinam. I'm going to get back something in exchange. But if I give them a Yisrael then I'm getting a Nachayam and Yisrael And if I give the Yisrael Nod to Nachayam Akiro, so I'm a Nachayam in the street. That's an Yisrael, that's an Yisrael of Los Tachonim. So that's a, that is a problem. So the um, the Gemara in the last parak and Avodah Zarah, beginning of the last parak and Avodah Zarah, the Gemara says, "How many things are there that a type has done it? Let's say I sold Basa B'cholov to a guy and he paid me money for it, so I violated the Issa. I got money for selling Basa B'cholov. It's I violated the din. What about the money that I have? I'm not allowed to use the money. So the din is no. Uh, Basa B'cholov is not type has done it." Avodah Zarah is Dama, Hegdash is Teifah is Dama, and Perish Vias are Teifah from Gemein. 
So then the money that they, I sell the Beisach Nessus to somebody, and they pay me money, so the money is nitfas pigdusha, pigdusha Beisach Nessus goes off from that Beisach Nessus, goes on to the money, and then I have to use the money, to buy something that has a higher level of Pigdusha than the Beisach Nessus. Unless they sold it, I designed to be here, but my manancha here, then the Pigdusha goes on to the money and it just vanishes into thin air. So the Gemara has the din in the last parak, and I believe it's at the beginning of the last parak, that Perishvis are types of the mayhem. It's only type is damav if it's zetachazet. He gives me Perishvis, and I didn't eat them up yet. I bought some apples, some oranges, whatever from him. So the money that I give him is nitvas bedushas perishvis. What what does that mean? You can't eat the money, but you have to take that money, which is nitfas with dishes, perishes, and buy food and eat it before this man habir. Every fruit and vegetable that grows in Shtan Sashmita has this man habir. This man habir is if there are no longer any apples on the trees at all in the fields, then you're not allowed to, that's this man habir, and you have to be mocked what you have in the house. Because man, there's still available, there's still apples on the trees and on the farms. So then uh, it's not yet this manabia. And every fruit and vegetable has a different manabia, has a different season when they get ripe and, and how long it's going to be remaining on the trees. So the so whenever I sell perishvias, the dinner perishvias is that you got to make big business with it. The Pasuk says, um, how does the Pasuk say? So that one word, lo'achlo, is is the expression, and that's the whole din of Kedusha's perishvis. Perishvis should be lo'achlo, but I shouldn't throw it out. Let's say I ate a half an apple of perishvis, a half a banana. I'm not interested in finishing it. I'm full. So you're not allowed to throw it out in the garbage. If it would be a weekday, you would have thrown it out in the garbage. Tomorrow, they a new apple. I'm not going to eat the apple that I left over from today. But if it's perish me, it's not allowed to throw it away. So you have to have a special, everybody has a, a special pach to have a special. You don't have to put it in the freezer to keep it forever, but you're not allowed to throw it in the garbage to ruin it now. So you have to put it away. Don't put it in the, don't put it in the refrigerator. Not have to preserve it, but you're not allowed to be mafsidid be a dime now. So you have to put it in a container until it becomes nifsam nechid al sodom. If you leave it out of the refrigerator a couple of days, then it'll, uh, it'll rot away. It'll become nifsam lachilasan. Once it's no longer roi lachilasan, then it loses the kedushas perishvis. So the Gemara says, it's only perishvis only touch him the mayhem. If I give the money, if I if I pay for it, when the peris are still in existence, let's say I sold your perishvis. And you're gonna pay me next week, and you ate and you pay you ate up all the perishvias already. They don't exist anymore. So then, when you pay me, it's not zetachazet. So then the din is that you mechiv to pay. I sold it to you. Agreed to pay me a dollar or five dollars, whatever it is for the perishvias. The din liachlo lola lola schora. You're not allowed to make big business. You're not allowed to make a big parnasa. I'm gonna to go to all the farms. Everybody was mafkir everything. 
I'm going to grab all of the fruits and vegetables and I'm going to open up a store and sell it. So that's making big business. That you're not allowed to do. That's le'ochla v'lola schora. That you're not allowed to do. But uh, just to sell for a dollar or two, that's not big business. That's mutas. All the dinim of Kedusha's perishri is uh, based on that pasuk. Goyz to Shabbos Hashem le'ochla le'ochla v'lola hefsid le'ochla v'lola malugma. You're not allowed to make medications from perishviyas. Because medications are only for sick people. So you're limiting who's going to eat it. If you have grain that grew in Shnas Hashmita, you're not allowed to bring it as a carb to Mincha. Because when you bring a Mincha, you take out the comets and you burn it. You're not allowed to burn it. You're not allowed to burn Perish You have to use, during Shnas Hashmita, you want to bring a Mincha, you shouldn't use grain that grew that year. Because it's going to be a violation of the Yachla Velola Hepsid. You're going to be destroying part of it. So the Gemara says, if I sold you Perish and you ate them up, before you pay me, then the money is not nitfas bigdushas perishvitz. So they quote, that's what the Nitziv writes in his Chuvas and Mesh of Dover. He has a special contrast about Shviyas Bismanazet. So he writes, he was always mocked to buy an esrig from Eretz Israel. After the Jews started moving in the late 1800, the Jews were moving to Eretz Israel making kibbutzim. So he felt that we have to support, we shouldn't buy Yanav Esreigen. From, from the Goyim. We should buy from Jews and Eretz and Sot to support the Yishuv. Uh, so the Shadu, what are you going to do with Sukkot's following Mishnah Hashmita? As the Kedushas perish Shviyas, if you're going to pay for the Esrit, the money is going to be lit for Kedushas Shviyas. And then the merchant who sold you the Esrit has to use that money to buy food and eat it up before this man beer for the Esrit comes. So then it seems says he always bought it, he bought the Esrit on, before Sukkot, Matzoi Shmita, on the previous year was Shmita, and the Esrig had Kedusha's Perish on it, so he would always buy the Esrig on credit because they trusted him. said, I'm going to pay you after Sukkot is over. After Sukkot, he took the Esrig and he made marmalade out of it, and he ate it. She made it on bread, I guess, and he ate it. After he ate it, then he paid the money. So he says, that's the Gemara, the beginning of the last Parakan Abedazar. After he already ate up the Perish then you pay the money. There is no Zed Tachazet. So then the money is not Nitfas Bidushin's Perishviyas. And the merchant who's going to put the money in the bank will not be in violation of the din. If if he would. If the money is Nitfas Bidushin's Perishviyas, then there's no Zed And the merchant wouldn't be allowed to put it in his bank account. He would have to buy some kind of food or another. Chulandika food. And eat it before this manabira while the Yisraelim would come. So they quote from the Chazanish that he was of the opinion that if you if you buy perish beers and you pay right away, you perish before the return, you pay right away by check, you don't pay by cash. That uh, then there is no zetachazeh because the check is just a star that you can draw against my account. I work in the yeshiva, so I can draw against the yeshiva's account. The yeshiva gets money from uh, all the wealthy balabatim. They donate money or they get tuition from the parents. So they everybody pays the yeshiva by check. So the yeshiva can draw against their account. And they can draw against their customers' account. Everybody's going against someone else's account. And all things all in the luft. If you go to the bank, you'll get the, give you the money. But when you pay by check, there is no zet So that's what the chazanish said. Whenever you pay by check, it's not taifas domov. So here on this Gemara, this Gemara that if you want to have design to be here, should sell the shul. 
And to remove the Gdusha from the shul, so the Gdusha is going to transfer over to the money, and then sometimes it'll be Malamakarushal, and maybe they have to use the money to buy something Mohammer, or just dissipate, if it's designed to be by Maiman Anshiria, the whole Gdusha just disappears. If they pay by check, this isn't going to work. They want the Yotze, they did. Today, who's going to pay, let's say, $100,000, or half a million dollars, the shul is worth, the building is worth half a million dollars. Who's going to pay by cash? If you pay by cash, and he says, it's tight as Dhamav, and then the Kedusha goes off on the shul, goes on to the money, and then either use it for a higher level of Kedusha, the money, or it's, uh, the Kedusha dissipates. But that's only if it's Nidfas, but the Kedusha is based on Knesset. So if you, if you give cash, who's going to give a half a million dollars in cash? Of course they're going to make out a check. So going to the Chazanish, if they do it by check, you're not, you'd say this then. This din is only if, if you did pidyon, hegdish is taif as dhamma. So the Besaknesis has a din of hegdish, medirabanan, that is taif as dhamma. When you pay for it, the dhudusha goes off from the shul and it goes on to the money. But if they're not paying by, by cash, they're paying by check, then it's not going to work according to the Hadanish. Pashta said that Hadanish is right. It's probably correct. It's very mistaken, but there is no zetachazet. So the Mishnah says that the Rechayv Ha'ir, today he wishes a Mach Rechayv Shalir, the Rechayv Ha'ir, goes like the Tana, what's the name, Rabbi Rachim Rabbi Yossi, you have a lot of times Stomach Mishnah is like him. His opinion is that even though it's only once every couple of months that they daven in the street, but the street, they always daven in the same location. They always take out the Arkadish in the street over there, they put on ashes and so on. So the street has a Gdusha's Besaknesis. And we don't pass like that. We pass like the Chachamim. But since it's a different room and you only use it because so it doesn't have a Kedusha Besak. That's it's not a problem. Then Igmar says, this din, that you can sell a shul, and, and it's Yotze L'chulen, that Igmar says, Amr Abshmol Ba'lachmeinu Amr Abyeriton, Lo Shana Al-Besak Nesu Shol Kvarim. A little village. Nobody comes to visit the little village. Once in a while, someone comes to Shabbat Bochazat, a bar mitzvah. So they come to make a donation to the shul, how much money do they get? But if you have a big city like Yerushalayim, like New York City, the people come from Arba Kampasar, it's to Yerushalayim, come from Arba Kampasar, it's to New York City. So since so many outsiders come, and they donate money to the shul, so that's called Avol Beisak Nesushal Krachim, the Krach is a metropolis, a big city, came in the Mialma Osula, they come from all over to the shul, and they all donate money, then the din is you can't sell you cannot sell the shul the Zion Tuvi who here can sell the shul if they're the seven members of the board and all the people in the community are the owners of the shul so Zion Tuvi represent everybody but if you have people come from Abba Confessor it's in a big metropolis so they're all shoot from the shul because everybody donated when they have the the building campaign and when they come to get all ears and they say Misha Berichs and they donate money all along. So if the Besak Nesr Shal Krachim, the Zayn Tulir don't represent all of the owners. So you, can, you can't say they have a right to sell it. The Bimav Kirik Dush, our Besak Nesr Shal Krachim, came in the Mialma also let people come from all over to Daven here. The Motsam is Abnele, the Havalei the Rabbim. It's owned by the Rabbim. It's not just owned by the people in the community, owned by the Rabbim. Amra Vashi, 
in my city, Ravashi was a rabbi in the city, Mosam Machasya. Mosam means the city. He was a rabbi in Machasya. I beknish the Mosam Machasya. I forgot the Mialma also. It was a big city. A lot of people came. But he says, I'm the most famous rabbi in the city. So everybody knows I always have the final say in my city. Kevin the Adaita Didiko. So whoever comes to the city knows that I'm the chief rabbi of the city. They always consult me on all issues. I always have the final say. So therefore, I'm a Gavdami Alma also, Lakit Nadaita Didiko. So whoever comes knows I'm the chief rabbi. Even if I want to, I have the right to sell it. Because everybody knows that I have the final say. So it's as if I'm, as if I'm the board, as if I'm the chairman of the board, and I have a right to sell the show. Okay. How can you say? that in a big city, since so many people come from Mayalma, from other locations, so the shul belongs to everybody, it doesn't just belong to the people who live in the city. It's a beferish abraisa that says, not so tarsim. In the days of the Tanaim, they used to have the uh, businessmen had a separate shul, and the shoemakers had a separate shul, and the blacksmiths had a separate shul. What did they do that for? So whoever needs a blacksmith, he should, he should know, he should go to that shul. Whoever needs a shoemaker, he'll go to the other shul. Or whoever needs a tailor, that's the tailor shul. Each, each umnus have their own shul. So that people would know where to go to get uh, someone to do to do something for them. So there was a shul of Tarsim, what, what, the weavers. I'm not sure what Tarsim are. Does Rashi say anything here? I think that's the same weavers. Yeah. Surfing the Choshes. Oh, Rashi says okay. surfing the Choshes. Ah, okay. Surfing the Choshes, okay. Where, where's the Rashi here? That seems surfing. Yeah, yeah. It's a Satan's story. Mm-hmm, yeah. So there was a shul that was miyuchet for that umnes. Oi, bihushalayim. It wasn't Yerushalayim Shalim, it was a central metropolis. Shemachru al-Reb Lezer, they sold it to Atana. Vahasabal Kotzeracha used it for secular purposes. Vahasam, the Krachem Ha'ab, Yerushalayim, is a very central metropolis. Very big metropolis, big city. So what right do they have to sell it? They just said before, basic message, so Krachem, you can't sell. And for the Gemara, that shul was a little, in Yerushalayim, there are big shuls. And there are a little, tiny little shul chalach there. So that was a tiny little shul. He beknished the zuti. It was a small hobby. Vino Abdu and the people who lived on that block, they made a little shtibol. The guests from all over the world weren't involved in the original collecting of the money and the building campaign. It was a small little shul. So that's not a kasha. We have a drasha from a pasik. It says, Negat saras. This saras odom. And then there's Taras Begodim, and then there's Taras Batim. So it says Taras Batim only applies Beves Eretz Achuz Aschem. Degat Taras Nevedi Baboyes is only in Eretz Yisroel. Taras is something Lemaylam and Ateva. It's not Bederach Ateva. So the Mishnah learns after the Pesach that the Dinat Taras Batim is not Noeg B'chutz Lord. And even Eretz Yisroel is only Noeg Achuz Aschem Etam Ebenegoyim. Then Yerushalayim Etam Ebenegoyim. Why? Because Yerushalayim learn is Chalka L'Shvotim. I was going to explain that Samachlech is Hatanem here, Reb Yudah and Achacham. Reb Yudah, this Samachlech is in the days of Yeshua Benun. 
Psukim saying Seif Yeshua that it took seven years to conquer all of Eretz Yisrael Hashem Shekavshu. Then it took another seven years to divide Eretz Yisrael. That doesn't say in Tanakh. That's the uh, in the end. The Berchan says that's an oral tradition, historical tradition. Shem Shekavshu. There were Lamed Aleph Malachim had palaces in Eretz Yisrael then. So it took seven years to conquer all the Lamed Aleph Malachim. Then it took Shem Shekilku. Now, Chalukah Sa'aretz, first they made Chalukah the Shvatim, then they made Chalukah the, the Mishpachas, then they made Chalukah the Yechidim. So the Chalukah was the Gmar of the Kibush. And the first time around, the days of Yishul Bindan, that's called Kedusha Vishayna. Mark talks about Kedusha Vishayna, and the Kedusha Vishayna was Botla, and then there was a Kedusha Shniya. So Taisis in Yavamas, I think, and Avpeyalat, Taisis quotes are Benachananu. Benachananu says the Kedusha Vishayna was in the days of Abraham Avinu. Kaddish Baruch Hu told Avraham Avinu, that got the Kedusha Vishen. So Tosu says, usually they're very respectful of the Rabbein HaChananel, called Dvar Dibi Kabbalah. They are traditions from the days of the Goyen. Here they say it's absolutely not acceptable. Kaddish Baruch Hu gave Avraham Avinu a Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael. It was the ownership of Avraham Avinu. It went to Yerusha. We never lost our ownership of Eretz Yisrael. We got a Birusha for the days of Avraham Avinu, but it didn't have Kedusha till the days of Yeshua ben Nun. And in the Kaddish, the first time around was the Kibush. Aye, but the first 14 years, there was no Kedusha. The Kibush only took seven years. The answer is the Chalukah, the Chalukah, the Lishvatim, the Chalukah, the Mishpachas, the Chalukah, the Yechidim. That's considered the Gemara of the Kibush. So the first 14 years, they weren't yet Chayv and Shumas and Maishish, Mita Biyayva, Lekid Shikrapeyah. The only mitzvah they had was challah. The vayachem al haaretz. Right away, the first day they stepped foot in Eretz Yisrael, before the shevish hakosh and shevish hachilka, challah they mechuyev right away. But all the mitzvah it took a long time. So the first mitzvah, the, the Ramam said, based on the Gemara, first mitzvah was year 21, because the first 14 years there wasn't Kedusha, so they didn't start counting. And the first year was year 64, because the first 14 years of it didn't have Kedusha Sa'aretz yet. So you needed, you needed, in order to be Metame bin Egoim, Nagatzaras is not Teva, is El Madaman Teva. It's only an Eretz Yisrael. The Chutzor doesn't apply. And even Eretz Yisrael, it's only Vais Eretz Achuzaschem. The Chelek of Eretz Yisrael, that was Nishchalk of the Shvotim. So the Tanakam Al Yerushalayim. Was learning his chalk of the Shvatim in the days of Yeshua ben Nun, when they conquered Eretz Yisrael after Shevish Kopshu, so they made the chalukah. They never made a chalukah on Yerushalayim. Why not? Because from day number one, they were told that that the base of English is going to be built there. The base of English is going to be built in Yerushalayim, and the pasuk said in Parshas Re'ei. The city where you're going to build the base on the has to belong to all the Shvatim. So, originally, Eretz belonged to Avraham Avinu. He made the Kenyan. That was the Kenyan Chazaka. So, Gemara says, Eretz Avraham Avinu. Eretz Yisrael belonged to Avraham Avinu. When he died, he went Beirusha to Yitzchak to Yankif, went Beirusha, so it belonged to all of the Shvatim together. Then when they made a Chalukah, they made a Chalukah and everything except for Yerushalayim, 
we pass like the Tanakama. We don't pass like Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah disagrees. We pass like the Tanakama. So they made a chalukah in the days of Yishobinon. They never made a chalukah on Yerushalayim. Because that's, they were told that's going to be the Mokam HaMikdosh. And the Mama Mokam HaMikdosh has to be a Mokam Mishiv HaShem Nikol Shivtechen. So if you're going to make a chalukah, then half of it is going to be Shevet Yudah, half is going to be Shevet Biyamah. We didn't want it to belong to Shevet Yudah. Or to Shaviyam. So they didn't make any haluk at all. So that's not called Beiser, it's Achuz Aschen, because learn is Chal Kalashvatim. Rabbi Yudah disagrees and he holds no. It was this Chal Kalashvatim, and half of it belonged to Shevet Yehuda, half of it belonged to Shevet Bin Yamin. Hi, but the Pasuk says, Hamakimisha Nikol Rabbi Yudah says they made a collection. All the other Shvatim made a collection. They paid money to Shevet Yehuda and to Shevet Bin Yamin. To buy up a Makam Amigdash. The Gemara's going to quote the price that some Chalokim of the base Amigdash were built Bechalkosha Yehuda, some were Bechalkosha Binyamin. The whole Mizbeach had to be Bechalkosha Binyamin. That's interesting. That's interesting. The Gemara, in the very, very end of Sanhedrin, towards the last two or three blocks, and are all about Irani Dachas. But in the middle of that Gemara, that Irani Dachas, not there are so many things, just two blocks. So the Gemara has there, um, that Machlekes once in the history of the world in the days of Yeshua Benun when they divided Eretz Yisrael the Shvatim that this area is Chal Kishol Yisoch and that's Chal Kishol Zvulun this is Chal Kishol Biyam and this is Chal Kishol Yehuda does it make sense Chal Kemir Achas Lishnei Shvatim let's say let's say there was there was a city and based on the Gvulois dividing one shepherd from the other, they should have drawn a line through the middle of the city. Does that make sense? To divide, to draw the border separate from one shepherd down the middle of the city. Half of the city is going to be in one shepherd, half of the city is going to be in another shepherd. We have in America, we have a couple of cities like that. We have, I think, St. Louis. There's a twin city, let's say Bergenfield and Teaneck. Originally, they made, I think they made two cities, and then both of the cities got so big, so yeah. it blends in one to the other. So in America, you have a few cities like that. Originally, the cities, this, this city was in this state, the other city was in another state. And then they made both of the cities so big, now they joined together. So you have one city that's half in one state, half in the other state. But it doesn't does it make sense that Melachatchila you have cities in Arizona days of Yeshua but you're gonna draw the border line separating to one shape and the other in the middle of a city. So that's Machleg Sabiachan Meshlakish. But the Khoki Merachas Lishneshvatim. Mistaba that that not, but it's a machleg sabiachan meshlakish. So that's a Gemara in the end of Sanhedrin. So on the margin on the side of the Gemara, they they quote, they say, Look in the test with Shishanim on human. On that, where is this? I think that you'd base, that you'd aleph, that you'd base. This is quotes a little bit here from Yuma, that you'd aleph, you'd base. So Tais is there, yes, Tais is Yushanim, yes, the Kasha. Akadabiyah Machlech, Zabrachokim, Marachas, Lashnei Shvatim, Yerushalayim, was there, Pechel Kashal Yehuda, Pechel Kashal Binyamin. So he said, Beferish, Chokim, Yerachas, Lashnei Shvatim. Yerushalayim was one city, and half of it was Pechel Kashal Yehuda, Pechel Kashal Binyamin. The text says Yerushalayim is an exception to the rule. That had to be a divided city. Not a divided city, half belongs to the Arabs, half belongs to the Jews. Everything belongs to the Jews. Half of it 
Why? Why should Yerushalayim be an exception to the rule? Because Yerushalayim had a double status. It was, number one, it was the capital of Eretz Yisrael, the political capital of the political entity of Medina Yisrael, was Yerushalayim. The Psukim say in, in uh, Sefer Shmuel, that Dabin HaMelech was first the king for seven years, I think, in Hebron. Then he moved his palace to Yerushalayim. He was the king there for 33 years. So I called 40 years he was the king. So when David HaMelech, when David HaMelech moved his palace to Yerushalayim and Yerushalayim became the capital, Adin Deiraisa changed. When you recite Birchus HaMozim, it says in the Chumash, Eretz HaShalad Mizkenes Tachal Balechem, if you eat bread, Echalta V'Sabata V'Rachta Shem Alakecha, you have to bench Birchus HaMozim Deiraisa Al HaOretz, you have to thank HaKadosh Baruch for giving you Eretz Yisrael. HaToivo, the Gemara says the word HaToivo has the connotation of Yerushalayim. Like it says, Tohor HaToivo Hazel HaAlvonim. So Tohor HaToivo Hazel is a reference to Hore Yerushalayim. So when Yerushalayim was established by Dovid HaMelech, the last 33 years of his life, when it was established as the capital of Eretz Yisrael, so then it didn't require, you have to thank the Rabbani Shalom for giving us Yerushalayim. So when Amalek wanted to build a base on English, but the Novi told him you're not allowed to. That's in Dibra Yomim. He said, Dam Rab Shafachto. He killed a lot of Palestinian terrorists. It's a big mitzvah. But you're not allowed to build a base on English because the base on English has to be a Mokim Sholem. And, uh, and you're going to have a son. Shloima is going to be a man of peace. going to be peaceful in Arizona during his life. And he'll build a base on English. So when Shlomo Melech built the first place on Middash, he had to add on the Torah to the third broch in the Benchen. First broch, he says, on the HaKodim, says, when the Mon came down, when the Mon came down in the Midbar, the days of Moshe Abbein, he composed the first brocha to Lozanus HaKod. When Yeshua Benun conquered Eretz Yisos, we had to thank HaKodesh Bucho for giving us Eretz He gave Eretz already in the days of Avram Avinu, but we didn't have control over it. So after they conquered Eretz Yisrael, then the din required, after Yeshua Benun conquered Eretz Yisrael, the din required, we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Al HaOretz. Then when Dabon HaMelech established Yerushalayim as the official capital, after being king in Hebron for seven years, then he had to add the third, the first half of the third brach, we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for establishing Yerushalayim, and for giving us Yerushalayim as the official capital in Eretz Yisrael. The Rambam in the Perikalaf and Hilchus Malachim writes, there's a special din. The only king who has a right to use Yerushalayim as the capital is the Melech and the Malchet based of it. That's the official, that's the Malchus Hanifteris. Yerushalayim is the Ir Habira, the capital, when you have a Malchus Hanifteris. When it's not a Malchus Hanifteris, they're not supposed to use Yerushalayim as the capital. But the Yerushalayim has another halacha. It's the Malkam HaMikdosh. Dabin HaMelech wasn't permitted to build a base in the Amrav Shafachta. So it's Shlom HaMelech, when he built the first base on Mikdosh, he added on the second half of the third bracha. We thank you for giving us Yerushalayim as the Malkam HaMikdosh as well. After the base on Mikdosh was destroyed, so they had to change the whole Nusach. Yerushalayim was destroyed by the Churban Bayesh, and everything was destroyed. So they changed it. They said, Rachmano, hey, Rachmano. But originally, it didn't say Rachmano. They said, We thank you for giving us Yerushalayim as the capital. We thank you for giving us Yerushalayim as the Makam HaMikdash. 
So, so the Chachamim, the Tanakam, and the prices of the opinion that Yerushalayim learns Chal Kalishvatim Hamakam Shiv Chashem Nikol Shiv Techem has to be Nikol Shiv Techem has to belong to all of the Shvatim that's Torah Chaluka. So went Biyusha from Abraham to Yitzchak to Yaakov to the Shvatim. Then when they came in the days of Yerushalayim, belonged to all the Shvatim. So the whole city Yerushalayim has the base of Mikdash has to be built in Yerushalayim. That Yerushalayim should be mikosher techem. Rabbi Yudah disagrees and says, "No, only the Mokam Nigdosh, not the whole Yerushalayim." So they collected money. It was Mishal Kalishvatim. Half of the city belonged to Shevet Yudah. Half the city belonged to Shevet Biyamin. So the other Shvatim collected money and they paid off Yudah Biyamin to make the Mokam Nigdosh into mikosher techem. By, by, they bought it. They bought it up from Yehuda and Benjamin that it should be on the shutras by all of the Shvatim, not just by Yehuda and Benjamin. Is there a lachic problem with uh, having Yerushalayim as the Abira Akshav? It's not a Mahus Nukhtaris? Yeah, that is an issue. The Rambam quotes that from the Yerushalmi. We don't have it in the Bavli. And no no king other than Malchus Bidav is allowed to use Yerushalayim as the capital. So that's a question. Today there's no kingdom. No other king is using it. But it's still that the Jewish government, and it's not the Malchus of Cheres, so maybe they're talking a violation of this din in the Ramam. That's a question. It's not a go- It's a government. It's a Jewish government, but it's not a kingdom. So maybe that din only applies to some other Melech other than Malchus Bidav. I don't know. You should look talk on the Swarim on the Rambam in Perakal of Melchus Malochim. What the Mephoshim say there. So that's what the Tosus Yishonim comments. On the Gemara, the end of Sanhedrin, where the Gemara has the Machleks of Yechem Yishlokesh, but the Cholkimir Achas, the Shnei Shvatim, when you're making the Chalukah there, so you're dividing the borders between one Shevet and the other, it doesn't make sense to draw the border in the middle of the city, or should you go around and around the city? You couldn't divide it, shouldn't divide the city into two. The Taisu says Yerushalayim was an exception to that's Luchala days. Why? So the Marsha says, I think it's, so the Taisu Shanim says there, Taisu Shanim says there, Yerushalayim had a double status. It's the Mokam Ambigdosh, and the Mikdash has to be Bechalkash al Binyamin. That's Bichas Yaakov, and that's the Mizaisa Bracha Bichas Moshe Abbein. They both said in their, in their Brachas, that the Mizbeach has to be Bechel Kishol Binyamin. And the government has to be Lo Yosu Shevid Mehudim. So Yerushalayim is the, is the political capital of the political entity of Medinus Israel. So you have to have the castle of the, of the king has to be Bechel Kishol Yehudim. The Beis Hamikdash for the Karbonus has to be Bechel Kishol Binyamin. And it's one city, so it had to be divided between the two Shvatim. One has to have the Makam Hamikdash there, and the other one, the Chalkashal had to have the government. The, the Marsha has an interesting comment on that, that they weren't allowed to even have an inch of the Mizbeach, the Chalkashal Yehuda. Everything had to be the Chalkashal Why? So he says, because you have to have, in a certain sense, a separation of church and state. You don't want the, the government to control the, the religion. If the Beis Hamikdash is going to be Shel Yehuda, then the government is going to be in control of the Beis Hamikdash. We don't want the government to be in control of the religion. The Rabbanim, the Kohanim, should be in control of the religion, not the not the government. 
That's, uh, they say that uh, there was a period of time that Ben-Gurion spoke to Rabbi Salvechik, that's how they printed it in the newspapers. So Ben-Gurion told them, if you'll be in agreement, we'd like to appoint you as a chief rabbi, and I'll see to it that you'll be appointed. So he said, that's the reason why I wouldn't want to be appointed. If you have a say, you're the government. That's not, the government is not supposed to control the rabbinate. The chief rabbi and Israel can't express their opinion on anything because they're controlled by the government. They're not allowed to talk about certain things. So that's the Nishkan chief rabbinate then. The chief rabbi has to be available, has to be able to talk about, to express their opinion on, on all issues. They're not, they're not. There is no separation. The government controls the rabbinate. So that's what the Gemara quotes this Machloik Satanaim. Tanakame the Chachamim hold. Yishalayim loin is chal kolishvatim. It's a historical machlekes. It's an alachic machlekes. The days of Yishul Benun, when they made chaluk kolishvatim, did they leave Yishalayim out? They never made a chaluk kolishvatim. Oh no, they made a chaluk. But the Malkam Amigdash has Malkam Amigdash has to be in the Kol Shiftechem, not the whole Yerushalayim. So they all collected money and they paid Yehuda and Binyamin that they should all all the shvatim should be shutvim in the Malkam Amigdash. That's the machlekes here. So the din is, there are certain dinim that only apply, certain mitzvahs in Eretz that only apply, let's say, Egla Rufa. Egla Rufa also. The din of Egla Rufa only applies if the person was found close to a city in Eretz Yisrael. If you shall learn, so they don't bring an Egla Rufa. And here there's din also, a whole bunch of dinim that don't apply in Yerushalayim. That's a Gemara in Babakan, the end of Perik, um, end of Perik Merubah, the end of the second, seventh Perik. Gemara has Asura Dinim, member of Yerushalayim. Ten Dinim are unique to Yerushalayim, and many of the Dinim are because of this idea. Yerushalayim, Lanis Chalkalashvatim, like over here. Negatar is only Bebeisarit Achuzaschem, only if it's Nischalkalashvatim. The Gemara says, But Michael Mifliki, what's Machlek Stanakamer of Judah? The Chassam Sefer has a tshuva. He's bothered with the kasha. The Gemara in Zvachim says that the um, Gemara learns that from Psukim that the Rabbanim have to try to figure out where should the Beis Hamikdash be built, and after they make their cheshbonos with Psukim and Droshes, whatever. Then they have to consult the Navi to find out whether they guessed right or not. So David Amelech was making Cheshbonus. He wanted to build a base of Mikdash in Ein Itim, a different location, not in Yerushalayim. And then they consulted the Navi. Navi said wrong. He guessed wrong. Ein Itim is the highest elevation above sea level in Eretz Yisrael. So that's why David Amelech thought he should build a base of Mikdash in the highest elevation. Then the Navi told him, no, it's nicer for Shemaim to have a little lower. shouldn't be the very high. So the Chassam Sefer asked the Kasha, but from day number one, it was Yerushalayim and Chalkal Shvatim, because that's going to be where the Makam HaMikdash is. And the Gemara says in Perkyesh those who got, all the, everybody got Chalukah in Eretz Israel. They divided the... the they, they, they first they made a chalukah the shvatim, then they made a chalukah the mishpachas, then they made a chalukah the yechidim. So those people who got a farm or a house closer to Yerushalayim, their real estate was worth much more than those who lived further away from Yerushalayim. 
because you're going to be Ola Regel, you're going to have to travel hours and hours from Kiryat Shmona. It takes a long time to get to Yerushalayim. If you live right out on the outskirts of Yerushalayim, you just uh, you walk over in half an hour, you'll be in Yerushalayim. So those who had the real, when they made the Chalukah the Shvatin and the Chalukah the Mishpachas, those who got a house or a farm closer to Yerushalayim, their property was more valuable. Those who got further away from Yerushalayim, they had to give them bigger areas that it should be equal to the to the property that the other people got closer to Yerushalayim. So how can it be that Dovah and Melech thought they're going to build the base of Mikdash and Ein Itam? Ein Itam, so why was it all, everybody knew all along the properties that are closer to Yerushalayim are more valuable. Must be because they're going to build the base of Mikdash there. That's why it's, it's more valuable. So how did Dovah and Melech have a half a minute to build the base of Mikdash in Ein Itam? That's what the Chsam Sefer has to cash. So some suggested here in America we can understand the Territs. Washington, D.C., Washington is the capital, the political capital of the United States. It's not, it doesn't belong to any state. It borders on Delaware and Virginia, I think. It borders on two states, but it's not part of Delaware, it's not part of Virginia. It's the capital, so it has to be District of Columbia. It doesn't make sense that the capital should be in one of the Shvatim, in one of the states. So, so too, Maybe they thought Yerushalayim is going to be the capital of Eretz. They, they knew it's going to be the capital. They thought that it was from the days of Yeshua ben Nun till the days of Melech, was a few hundred years. Till Shlomo Melech did the Beis Hamikdash, it was four hundred eighty years or something. It says in Tanakh, it was a long, long time. So they knew that Yerushalayim, closer to Yerushalayim, the real estate is worth more. Because it's going to be closer, but they didn't realize that it's because that's where the base of going to be. They thought that's where the government offices are going to be. So you're closer to all the government offices. You won't have to travel hours and hours in order to get them. Then it turned out in the end, no, it's the base of is going to be built in Yerushalayim, not in Aydin. And it was learned as Chak because the base of is going to be not because it's the capital. But David Amel thought that's. The capital is Yerushalayim. That's why real estate close to Yerushalayim was worth more money. Maybe we'll stop here and believe that and next week we'll continue. I wanted to say a little bit on the Parsha. This week we read about the Luchas Rishonis and the Luchas Shniyas. The Luchas Rishonis, it says... Moshe didn't bring any material when he went up on Har Sinai. The luchas, the material on which the Aseris Adibas were engraved by Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the material was from Tachas Kisi Hakavit. It was some Ruchni's Dikim material, and the Michta Michtaval Kim Hakadosh Baruch Hu engraved it. After Moshe Rabbeinu smashed the luchas, Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells him. Bring up two luchas. haluchas, and I will engrave it. So this time it was the luchas were meiser ben It wasn't meiser lekin. It wasn't ruch nis dikem material. Amichta was bichta velekin. Hakadosh Baruch engraved it. The Absolvechik pointed out. He said in the drushim and says the Beirish that the role of Moshe Rabbeinu was different by the luchas v'shainis. The luchas nis by the luchas v'shainis. If the chosen appoints a shliach to deliver the ring to the kala, the kedushin is only chal when the shliach delivers the ring. So by the luchas rishonis, Moshe Rabbeinu was a shliach lo'ilocha, because 
he didn't bring anything up to Harsina. Came up to Harsina empty, empty, and the Rebbe Shalom gave him a luchas meisel kim amichta michta lokum. gave him this, and he said, deliver it to Bnei Yisrael. So that's why when he smashed the luchas, he was going to say Bnei Yisrael. So he never completed the kiddushin. So she was like a, like Bnei Yisrael, were like a pnuya not like an eshesish. There was the Kiddushin, the marriage between the Bereshlam, and that cell was only completed after they got the Luchas. That was the case of Kiddushin. But then by the Luchas Shniyas, Moshe Abena came with the raw material. It's like he came with a box, and then the Bereshlam said, I'm going to put something in the box. And Moshe Abena, the second time around, was a Shniyach Lekabolos HaKiddushin. So Bereshlam engraved the Aseris Adibris on the, on the Luchas, which have been represented Kuala Yisrael in the Kedusha Meschal already. Because the second time around, the Rabban Shalom didn't want him, didn't want Moshe Abena to be able to break the Kedusha. So the minute that he engraved that the Kedusha Meschal already. That's what Absalvechik pointed out. It's interesting. The Psukim say, when Moshe Abena came down with the Luchash Nias, the Luchash Nias, he came down on Yom Kippur. So when he came down on Yom Kippur, the Luchash Nias, the Pesach says, he didn't realize that he had Karne Hoyt. How come the first time he didn't get Karne Hoyt? Only the second time. So the Medrash discusses, what did he do? So one comment the Medrash has is, what does that mean? When Moshe Abena was writing the Torah, so he had left, he had, there was ink left in the, in the pen, ink left in the inkwell. He used to dip, when I was a little boy, he used to dip a pen into a bottle of ink and he used to write, then it ran out of ink, he dip it again. So, what does that mean? So, someone in the say that in the opening postage in Vayikra, it says Vayikra with a small aleph. Why a small aleph? So Rashi quotes from the from the Sifra. Vayikra is Loshan Chiba. Kodesh Baruch Hu loved Moshe Abenu, and before he told them a din, he said, Moshe, I want to tell you a din. He didn't start turning on the din right away. Loshan Chiba. As opposed to Vayikra, Lekim Al-Bilam is Loshan Tumah, Tumas Keri, and Loshan Mikre, it wasn't Bekviyas. Vayikra, with an aleph, is Loshan Chiba, and Loshan Bekviyas. So Moshe Abenu was so humble, on him he called them. So he didn't want to write by Yikra. But the Rabban Shalom told him to write by Yikra. So he wrote a small aleph that it should read as if you're reading it by Yikra Lekin. As if it was just Mikra, as if it wasn't Losh Melchima. So that's a famous comment. That's very difficult. So what do you mean? Moshe Abenu decided which letter should be big, which letter should be small. That's uh, very questionable. The Pashtas is. Oseus Gedolus and Oseus Ketan. That's how Lachal Moshe Mesina. The Rebbe Shlom told him how Mesina. Shema Yisrael Hashem Echod. Said it's a big Ayin Shema and a big Dalit and Echod. That was Ben Hashemaim. The Rebbe Shlom told him which letters to make big, which letters to make small. This is very schwer to say that Moshe Ben on his own decided out of his humility he's going to make a small Aleph. So others say a different shot. I think Rabbi Salvechik said it in the name of the Balatanya. I never looked it up. Maybe it's in the, in the Drushas or the Balatanya. Perhaps the Dyoshan Ishtar Bekumis means any great genius who writes a book, 
uh, writes a textbook, any any big time chacham writes a sefer, he can't put all of his chachma big stuff. As much as he'll write, a big genius, there's always more in his mind. So the Yoshan Ishtabakumas represents the fact that Shabbatim was so great, he couldn't put everything big stuff. So the Yoshan Ishtabakumas means the whole Torah Shabbat that he had within himself was bursting out. So that's why he got the Karni Hoyt, because he had so much, uh, had so much halacha. And the Rav Soleshik said, the name of the Balatanya, there's a din when you write a step of Torah to fill in the mezuzah, you have to have mukal gvil. Every letter, they couldn't, you shouldn't have letters touching each other. What does that represent? Every letter has to have blank cloth around the gvil. Gvil is a cloth. So you have to have blank, the blank space, the little bit that the letter shouldn't touch, represents every letter in the Torah has tons and tons, tilly tilim, of halachas, of Torah Shabbat surrounding every letter. So that's also the Yoshan Ishtar B'kulmas means you can't put everything into words. There's a lot of Torah Shabbat surrounding everything. When Rav Soloveitchik, uh, towards the end of his life, he, when the Lubavitcher Rebbe had a celebration once, I forgot already what it was, how many years he was celebrating after they appointed him as, as the Rebbe. So Rav Soloveitchik went, he was friendly with the Rebbe from Europe, a little bit when they were both in Berlin at the same time, so he went to that celebration. So he saw the way the Rebbe was so dedicated to all the Hasidim, because out of his way to give them all brochas and everything. On that occasion they say, why was Moshe Ben to the Karnehoid only after the Luchas Because by the Luchas Rishonis he was like a Rosh Hashiva, but by the Luchas Shniyas he was like a Rebbe. Because in between, he smashed the luchas. Then it was mispalo, Abrahmanis. Don't, don't destroy the Jewish people. Like a Rebbe, he gave to the chassidim. So he said, that's why he said, the Rebbe has karnei like Moshe Abena. He's a Rebbe, not a Rosh Hashim. The first luchas, Moshe Abena was like a, a Tamachacham, a Rosh Hashim. Second luchas he was. But usually they say not because of the Rebbe. They say because of Torah Shabbat because of the Torah Shabbat. That's the, the ocean is tired of the coolness. Okay, lean out next week. We'll continue. Thank you. Call to be well. Good night, everybody. Good night. Okay. Thank you, Nyashakal. Welcome to you. Okay.
Mm. 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 Mm.